Hey everybody, welcome to the Evoke Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hausler. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. These short 8 to 15 minute podcasts cover a wide range of topics to help you get faster. Whether you're looking to win a national championship, finish Leadville, crush Tulsa Tough, get on a Gravel Worlds podium, or simply drop your friends. If we've never met, I'm the co-founder and president of Evoke Bike. I've been coaching athletes since 2010, and I've trained with power for over 150,000 miles. I've also won three Masters National Championships, but I'm mostly proud of my nearly 100 Pro 1 podiums simply because it shows my consistency in the game and my hunger to get better for not only myself, but the Evoke community, which includes you. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review on Apple or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now to the show. Hey, everybody. So I want to talk about a couple tips for a group ride so that you can help keep your friends safe, keep yourself safe, and ride effectively while you are riding as one unit because that's what a group ride is. It's not just a group of individuals riding at the same time. You are all trying to ride together. You need to protect each other. And a lot of these thoughts came to mind as I am finishing day two of Evoke Camp. We threw a free camp for anyone that wanted to come to Florida and ride with us. And we have four coaches down here. And hopefully just I always picked up a lot of tips from watching, you know, when I was a cat, five, four, three, watching the ones and twos in my area. When I do a race with pros, watch what they're doing. You're always trying to pick up tips and tricks that are oftentimes nonverbal. And in riding in a double pace line with people, um, oftentimes I'll be on the front setting the pace and different riders will come up with me. And a few things came to mind that I just wanted to share. And I'm not saying I'm the group ride master. You know, once again, the Evoke Bike Podcast is just myself, Landry, Josh, we're the main podcasters sharing our thoughts and what we've learned. And we're not trying to say we're the Bible, but a couple things. So I think I have about four points here. You know, the, the first one I already hit on, when you are on a group ride, you are one unit, meaning you are moving together as a group. It is not this free-flowing amoeba that is sprawled across the entire road because that is a sure way to have cars hate us. And that's when we, we don't want to have that relationship. It's just a bad road to walk down. When one rider is shifting, the other rider should be shifting also. You know, I think in general, you could look at and now follow your state law. If you're not allowed to ride two abreast, don't do it. You could get in trouble for doing that. What I'm about to say is, you know, it doesn't apply to states that I've ridden in like North Carolina. I know in Georgia, sometimes the white line is the edge of the road. But here in Florida, you can straddle the white line. There's oftentimes a bike lane, but the very far right of the bike lane can be totally covered in crap. And by law, you do not have to ride through that. New York state law always was you had to stay as far to the right as safely possible. And I think that is the thing that you want to have at the top of mind. And we're going to talk about the two riders on the front mainly because you're the ones driving the ship. You're steering where we're all going. We're having trust and faith in you. 
But I will explain why the rider on the left has more responsibility. And it's not because you're the one in the, in the lane of the cars. But let's talk about if you are both straddling the, the white line, okay? Well, how can we both straddle the white line? Let's throw another rule in here, another tip. You should be able to ride close enough to somebody that if you just lifted your hand off of your hood and like swung it to the right a bit, not reached out. I'm talking lift your hands up and externally rotate from your elbow, keeping your elbow in. You should be able to like touch the other person. They should be close to you. If you're not comfortable with that, you just need to slowly ride closer to people. So a lot of times this week, I've been politely telling people, hey man, move, just move over a little bit, move over a little bit. And one guy said to me, well, I did, I rode this close to somebody one time and they blamed me for riding them off of the road. And I said, well, then, you know, you're probably riding with someone who's inexperienced and they needed some help and you're probably beyond that group's capability. You need to ride with better riders. But that's a, a time that he could probably help to educate others if they're open to hearing that. So you're riding next to each other on the white line. Uh, one person's on the right. Another person's on the left. Now we're talking about being a group and moving together. The person on the left has more responsibility because not only do you be, need to be looking down the road in your quote unquote lane, in your path, you need to be looking also at the person on the right hand side because you need to also see the things that you're only mostly going to be shifting to the left, right? You're not going to be very often shifting more to the right, you'd be running off the road. So the person on the right is going to need a little bit of room. The person on the left should be anticipating this room, whether it's a hole coming up, whether it's a pile of nails, whether there's a parked car. So the person on the left, you are, you know, if I'm on the left, and I slowly, you know, I'm making predictable, gradual movements sliding to the left, the person on my right should be thinking, oh, we need to be moving over for some reason. I'm driving the ship. There's really not much reason for the person on the left to be moving to the right over the white line. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're going around a car that's turning left. But that that's... If you're riding through major traffic areas where you're going around cars on the right, that I don't always agree with that. If you come to a stoplight, just stop behind the cars. You know why? If you go and you come up and there's three or four or five cars and everybody rides up the right side, and you're standing there in front of the cars, guess what you got to do now? Now all those cars have to pass you again. Share the road. Just stay behind the cars, hold your position, then get the crew moving again. So you can straddle the white line together. You want to be able to touch the person next to you. The person on the left is watching both lanes and kind of shifting it, and it's a dance that you do together. As you're keeping in mind, hey, ride as far to the right so that it's safe, so that I have room to stay to the right also, so I don't get run over by a car, but I also don't want you flatting. Today, a guy came up next to me, and I could hear the stuff that he was riding through. It was like, I'm like, dude, move on, slide over here. Like, I was giving him room because I'm looking in his lane, and I see all these stones and crap and garbage. It's like, not really garbage. It's actually pretty damn clean down here, but there is debris here. And there are areas where I have flatted because there's very thin, like metal shards. I still don't know if it's from a tire radial, somebody told me, or if it's actually from like a street sweeper, the irony, but it will give you a slow leak. And so there's parts of the 
route that I always stay to the left of the white line, even if I'm by myself. And I can legally do that. There's too much stuff to ride over. I'm not doing that. So uh, this all ties together, right? Like you are moving together to stay safe. That is a group ride. Now, sure, this might not, uh, if you're riding with your one friend, you might ride one behind the other, single file. Single file, this was actually Michael Berry's book, Le Metier. Single file, if there's 12 people, is much less safe. If you can if you can legally ride two abreast and only be six deep, that's much faster for cars to pass than a long snake of 12 people. So I would avoid the single file unless it's necessary. Maybe you are in an area where you've got to ride up the bike lane and you're passing cars on the right, then sure, that makes more sense. Like common sense goes a long way, but acting like you own the road is not common sense. A car will destroy you if it wants to. And similar to the example before, you know, oh, this is our lane. We're going to ride up past every single car, squeeze in here, and now make everybody squeeze around us. That's when you get hit is when a car is trying to scoot by. So when in doubt, take legally take more lane that, that you need uh, to stay safe and then get back over to the right. Do the dance together, like go around the obstacle, then go back to the side. And then the people behind you see the same thing and the snake does the same thing. You want to be as far to the right as possible at all times. You know, just stay safe. Group rides should be fun. We've been having a great time. I'm really excited about only being two rides in. The first ride was with this cold front that has gone th- through the whole United States. It was 40. God, what was it? it was in the 40s, which is freezing for Florida. Um, first ride, everyone's getting to know each other, who, how everybody rides. Today, I think we really gelled well together. Tomorrow, I'm not sure if we're going to be doing a ride uh, because of might have people go in smaller groups if it's going to be super wet and riding early i don't think it would be very safe we're going to make a call on that and have a few more rides before the cove ride fast group ride but it's really nice to see people gel together and get used to riding with one another so quickly so just want to post as it came to mind you you know learn from each other ride well together i'm always trying to get better especially you know being in a group um, it's a different dynamic. And if you're someone like me that rides alone a lot, you need to, you know, check in on your group ride skills, especially before racing starts. So, all right. Have a great week. Talk to you later.